the story of my life. No respect. That's got no respect at all. The story of my life. No respect. That's got no respect at all. They couldn't score and fell flat. And the 40 shots on goal was 40 shots on goal a little deceiving. Yeah. And even though they had some really good opportunities, surprisingly, they need to play with that intensity. If those last three, four minutes, the Rangers sometimes don't play at their best level against lower-tier teams. Here's Johnny! Nope, this is Ranger Proud, Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud, here on the Bleed Blue Show. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That was a fantastic uh, uh, game one win. Rangers fought the win over the Devils. Uh, wanted to shut out. I really did want to shut out. I and mean, we saw what happened with Jack Hughes uh, getting the uh, breakaway penalty. And he cashed in, but the Rangers got it back with an empty net. But nonetheless, uh, I would say I would say 85% of this game was dominated by the Rangers tonight. And that was an excellent win to start off the uh, series. Uh, Rangers leave one nothing, and then this is uh, from a perspective of this is the first time we're actually seeing the Rangers and the Devils in the social media era in the playoffs because last time we haven't seen them in like since the '90s, right? When social media wasn't around, so it's a do- totally different dynamic from the fans' uh, perspective, especially locally. Uh, you know the rivalry. You know we talked about it over the last couple of weeks. Uh, whether we were going to play the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that we were familiar with, or if if you know if it is Jersey and the more chances are it li- looked like it was going to be Jersey and how it was going to go and how the Rangers were going to treat the game as far as a road game and uh, you know game two on Thursday game three on Saturday uh, fantastic uh, win um, I gotta say I gotta give three stars he may not showing up on the stat sheet like that maybe he did get this I don't know but Barclay Goodrow was phenomenal tonight phenomenal. Uh, loved his play, the block shots, the you know the the kills, the defense. He looked like a captain out there. He looked like the captain tonight. Uh, Barkley Goodrow has Barna. Well, I would say Barna, but he was definitely uh, one of the best Rangers from my perspective. And of course, you know, get it after the you know it was a lot of um, power plays. Um, you know, drawing the penalties and 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 we did a great job with the PK tonight. Uh, but we got it going. Once we got it going, man, and we tapped on the goal in the second and the third, uh, it was all she wrote. And we're going to get to the depth of the play of this series because we've been wondering what type of Rangers team we're going to get, you know, because our spot in the third place. Glenn, what's up? Say hello to the people. Say hi, how you doing. Got Carl with us. I think we're going to get Scott with us as well. Glenn, what's up, man? Just say a quick hello. I'll come right back to you. How you doing, man? Hello, hello, all you happy Ranger fans out there. It was so nice to have a uh, non-stressful game one to start the playoffs, and uh, hopefully we can continue from there. Absolutely. And let's go to Carl and get his thoughts at the C-Notes on Twitter, man. What's going on, Carl? How you doing, man? Good evening, gentlemen. Glenn and Steve, good evening on a very happy, happy night. I am glad the game is not going in the double overtime like I saw last night. Thank goodness. Nice and tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, under three yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah, fill us in real quick on that because you were at that game, right? Yeah, fill us in because I, uh, I didn't see the, I didn't see the um, overtime because I went to sleep. Uh, but that was that's going to be a close series. But fill us in. Let everybody know what you're talking about. It was good on both sides. You know, the Stars came out. They struggled the first, I'd say, 20, 25 minutes, and then they really picked the game up uh, in the second period, got a couple power play goals. And then I think one play that changed the kind of the complexion of the way the emotion in the building was was when um, Joe Pavelski got hit by uh, the defenseman, uh, Matt Dumba. Um, Questionable play. 
Um, but from that point on, I thought the Stars really played, had more of the play. And then once it got to overtime, you know, you're just sort of in that situation where anything can happen. And I, the one, you know, I, one thing I did notice, and maybe it's just something, you know, it was my first kind of real playoff game on non-Ranger related. It seems like the first, in the first or second playoff games, when these games go into overtime, folks are just waiting for this thing to end. And later in the series, obviously, nobody leaves. But the place was about half empty by about the start of the first overtime. And then once it got wow. to the second overtime, I mean, it was past midnight. You know, the game didn't end. I think, well, like, what time did I get out there? 12.59 a.m. was the time I, t- I remember tracking it. And we were all tired. Once the, I was like, hey, when Hartman scored the goal, I'm like, all right, let's just, let's just get out of here. <laughs> we're done. Let's go home. Well, I yeah, uh, I saw that uh, Hartman got that goal. I was going to say, I saw Hartman get the goal, and he it was off of a tricky bounce off the boards, and then he was at the right place at the right time. But the Stars' perspective, and I, Glenn, I'll let you speak on it, and then we get to our team. Um, I, you know, the Stars are going to be fun because I thought Hintz and Robertson uh, definitely showed up, and especially in that second and third period with their scoring. And that was one thing where it's like, you know, if that's going to continue in the playoffs, and they've shown that thus far. Kind of almost the same thing what we see with Tereschenko is – for us, uh, contri- contributing, but uh, go ahead, Glenn. Go ahead, and say what you wanted to say about that game. We'll get to our game right now. After that, yeah. No, I was just going to say the call. You know, when you're walking out of a game at 1 a.m. Uh, an overtime game like that, I think you feel different if you won. Um, when you lose, yeah, it's just like, come on, let's get out of here. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I think if the stars had won, you know, the, the fans might have felt a little better about it. Um, now, I don't, you know, on that one play, obviously that was a turning point in the game, and, and it could be a, a big factor in the series as well. The uh, Pavelski industry, uh, injury. It, uh, I mean, it looked to me like Dumba might have hit him a little high, but I, I thought that the the real impact it looked to me like Pavelski hit his head on the ice. Did you see it that way, Carl? So that was on my side of the ice when the play happened. Okay. And so as I'm watching the play play out, he gets hit and he goes down. Now, in, you know, in real time, you know, you just you, you, it looked as if he had, you know, released off the ice, left the skate up into the air and made contact. And so everybody's right. sort of emotional in the building. Everybody's screaming at the refs. And so I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at the replay a little closer. And I'm like, wait a second. Uh because they come back, I think, like three or four minutes later, and they said that they weren't going to give him a match penalty. So I'm looking at the replay, I'm like, you know what? His skate doesn't technically leave the ice, and he kind of gets him in the shoulder. Now, mind you, I'm probably like the only one in the building that can make that, you know, want to make this case. But, <laughs> you know, I, it, I thought the, the call on the ice was correct. That, you know what? Okay. It was unfortunate, but that play, I can't. I can't say that was a suspendable play or anything out of the out of the no. ordinary. I gotta be fair. Yeah, no, I mean it looks right, like, you know, I'm okay I'm okay with the call. You wanna give him two minutes, but you know, it was kinda of borderline. He might have hit him a little high. But uh you know, when I saw the replays of it, it kinda of looked like Pavelski's head hit the ice and maybe that was the the, the bigger That's factor the than, than the hit itself. Yes. All right. Hold on. Um, Scott's with us. Scott, they were just uh, chiming on Carl attending the game between the Stars and the Wild last night. Uh, we haven't even started with the Rangers part of the, the programming, but uh, what's up, Scott? Say, just say a quick hello, and we're going to go back to Glenn. He's going to lead off on a marvelous win in New Jersey, in Newark, New Jersey, by the way. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Very, very good evening here. That was uh, that was just a solid all-around win. I mean, I got you know a couple minor things obviously to build on, but generally speaking, no complaints at all, except for that ridiculous pass by Keandre, but uh, ruined the shutout. But whatever, uh, life is good after game one. Or the pass by Panarin, who had an open shot to Ryan Lingry, even though he had the very nice goal. But what was that? That looked like a yeah. head job at first. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they were thinking that because uh, Lingering had that ridiculous sniper's goal. Uh, maybe he was thinking that uh, Lingering is more of a sniper than than he is. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but you got to take that shot. Yeah, doesn't matter what the score is. You have to take that shot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go to uh, Glenn and get his thoughts on the game because that that goal by Lingering, I think it shocked everybody, including himself. He had a little bit of a Lanny McDonald in him, man. But uh, your thoughts, Glenn, um, on the game, uh, you know, after okay. the first couple of penalties, uh, you know, I thought Jersey was drawing the penalties. We did a good job on the PK. But for the most part, after that, it was pretty much all Rangers. And I, it could have been worse tonight. We should have had yeah. a couple more goals, if you ask me. But go ahead. Yeah. Your thoughts. We'll go to Carl, we'll go to Scott, and we'll have some fun. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve, right, right off the bat on the introduction, you took away the first thing that I wrote down in my notes for this game was that Barkley Goodrow deserved a star, even though he probably wasn't going to get it. Three stars. Three. He was fantastic. Even, I, yeah, man, I give him three stars. Blocking yes. shots, killing, killing penalties, uh, bringing a little toughness. Uh, he stood out all night to me. Uh, but uh, anyway, about the game, uh, you know, I think if you ask any knowledgeable hockey fan, uh, in general, what does it take to uh, win a playoff game or win a playoff series? And, uh, you know, mo- most people are going to say good goaltending, defensive responsibility, and special teams. Um, and that's kind of been the playoff strategy since uh, Lord Stanley himself was still alive. And uh, I think the Rangers did all of that. Um, you know, there were a couple of things that we talked about last week that, you know, I'll get to later in the show, but, uh, you know, we talked about special teams and we also talked about that defensive responsibility that they tend to, you know, kind of be on and off with. Um, and, uh, you know, tonight, the thing that stood out to me the most, I don't know uh, if you guys agree to me is, um, you know, you know, they don't do it in hockey, but you know, in basketball, you got offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. The Rangers were controlling defensive rebounds tonight. It seemed like every time Igor left a puck out there, the Rangers were the first ones to get it and not uh, let the Devils get a second chance. And and that stood out to me all three periods, uh, which is something that uh, you know I don't I don't always remember them doing all season. Uh, you know they could get a little scrambly when the puck is bouncing around, but it seemed like they got to every defensive rebound tonight and didn't give the Devils a chance, uh, a second or third chance. And uh, I thought that was a, a big part of the game as well. I don't know if you guys saw that too, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. But, yeah, no, I think the Rangers did, uh, did you know, all the three things that you would say you need to do to win a playoff game and more. Um, you know, they, they we talked last week about they got to cut out those uh, – Risky cross-ice passes. Uh, didn't see any of that tonight. Uh, we talked about the, the, the kid line uh, being a, a good way to negate the devil's speed because they can control a shift in the devil's uh, zone, and I think they did that repeatedly tonight. Um, obviously, the, the penalty killing, I think we got more shots on the, 
devil's power plays than uh, the devils did tonight. Uh, so, you know, everything that you want to do in a playoff game, uh, I think the Rangers did. So, you know, I mean, it, it, right now they look at the tapes. To me, it's just, uh, you know, rinse and repeat. If they can keep doing that, then they're going to be very successful. Absolutely. You've got a question for Carl, who's behind you on tonight's game. Uh, I know we're going to probably get to the rest of the games around the league, including uh, Minnesota and uh, uh, Minnesota and Dallas from last night, and all the other games as well, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. But um, any thoughts or questions you have for Carl, and then right behind you, Scott? Um, yeah, actually, Carl, I, I have one for you. I mean, it seemed to me that um, the uh, – the Rangers did a real good job negating the Devils' speed uh, tonight, and I was wondering if uh, you saw that as well and how you think they uh, were able to go about doing that. You know, Glenn, that was something that I was going to bring up uh, in terms of limiting the Devils' transition games. If you mm-hmm. had seen during the regular season in the three, four matchups that they had, there were, it seemed as if the Rangers were sort of trailing the play a good mm-hmm. amount of the time where – the devil's speed was able to sort of dictate the terms mm-hmm. of the game. And in, in the way that the game was played, I think, and tell me if you think I'm wrong here, I was going to actually ask you about this, was whether or not a lot of this was just due to the Rangers' concentration to detail, knowing mm-hmm. that they couldn't give the puck away, that they could mm-hmm. not be careless I think, you know, probably the one play that was probably the careless play was the play that led to the, the Jack Hughes penalty shot uh, towards the end of the game. But that, that just that piece of the game to make sure that, hey, listen, you know, we've talked, you know, they've been talking about it all season. We've seen it during this last 20-game stretch where sometimes you just see, you know, extra passing, extra passing, all of a sudden mm-hmm. the breakup, and it's going the other way. But tonight, to make sure that, okay, if you're going to pass, pass with a purpose. Make mm-hmm. sure – that you do not try to, I don't know, what's the term we want to use? He, I guess another sport is called hero ball. You know, we're not trying to be anything special here. We're just trying to make the safe, good play. And I think, Glenn, the way that that played out, I think, I think the Devils were looking to just kind of come out the game on, you know, put the crowd on fire, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. get things going. And when that, when the game was sort of controlled, in a sort of controlled environment that the Rangers were able to uh, dictate, especially after they got the lead, then it negated a lot of the devil's strength. And the devil's put on, mm-hmm. you know, they try to make that push in the second period, but once it got to 3 nothing, the game was effectively over. So I think mm-hmm. from that perspective, I don't know. Hmm, here's what I wonder. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. If the devils take advantage of the three penalties that they drew on the Rangers in the first period – but did not score, if they just get one of those, do you think the uh-huh. game is sort of played on a much different plane than it was? Um, I do, um, especially because, uh, if I remember correctly, two of those power plays were before the Rangers scored. Um, yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, no, so if they had hit on one of those, got the crowd pumped, although it seemed like it was pretty much of a, you know, maybe 60-40 devil crowd. Uh, you could hear a lot of Ranger fans there. But I think if the Devils, uh, as a young team, uh, were able to get that first goal, that uh, that might have really fed their confidence and, and fed the support of the fans. Um, and I think the Rangers did, you know, if you had to write a script, 
did exactly what they needed to do. They totally stifled those those couple of power plays. Then they jump out to a two nothing lead pretty quickly, and right away you got. I mean, the crowd was still in the game, but you know, you, 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 they're not uh, you know going nuts. The, a young team back on their heels a little bit in their first playoff game. So I mean, if you were going to write a script, the way it went uh, was really perfect. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think it could have been different if the Devils got that first goal because, uh, you know, now, and one of the questions maybe we can talk about a little later, it's, it's a little early to say that, but, um, you know, does Igor start getting into their heads a little bit? Um, I remember as a Ranger fan, there were plenty of goalies that, that got into my head during the playoffs. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if we see what we saw again in game two, um, you know, does Igor start getting into the heads of a young team? So, uh, well, you, yeah, I think it could have been different, and I think the way it worked out, if you could have scripted it, that was the perfect way to do it. Well, you know, Glenn and, and Scott and, and Steve, there was a pl- uh, there was one particular play in the second period. I'm sure you guys remember it. It was a play where Igor came out of his net maybe about two or three feet to base, to actively contest a shot. I forgot who it was on the Devils that, that, that attempted it. But when he made that save, it was right into his chest, if you recall the mm-hmm. play. And when he made that play, it was something like I, I didn't have my notes. I didn't have my notebook on me, but I was just like it was something I wanted to like write down and say, I've got a feeling right here that I feel like he's, he's taking the devil's confidence away. Mm-hmm. And that, it, was, it, was in, it was in my head. And there was about two other plays, you know, during the game that not necessarily like that one. That was the one I felt like that was like the most impactful one, but there were some other plays in that second period where, you know, that was getting you know, a reasonably good amount of chances. But when Igor was stopping them, the way he was stopping them, it wasn't like this was just some lucky stuff. It was almost like he was basically telling the, the devils, bring it on. And mm-hmm. when that happened and he was stopping them, it was like, Ooh, okay. This, he's bringing his good stuff tonight. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's going to be much. The devils are going to be able to do uh, against him, and so that was that, that. That's what stuck to me, and you know we'll see how it plays out. You know, in the coming game, you know, game one's always a little bit weird. You know, it's I, I don't. You know, you see around the league. I think so far, I think like five of the road teams. Is it five of the road teams that won? And only so far, I think that's what it is. I, I don't have the I don't have the exact off the top of my head. I'm watching Toronto right now, and ten, so mm-hmm. the, the game one thing. I'm, I'm let me see how let me see how the next game looks. Right. And then I will make a, an official judgment. But one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys tonight, you know, when Kane and Tarasenko were brought on here, a, a lot of the talk was about, you know, potentially those guys being drivers, you know, guys that had won Stanley Cups and were coming to the team to sort of be whatever it is that you wanted to, you know, whatever role you foresaw them being on this particular team. I felt, as I watched the game tonight, the one thing that stood out to me, they were parts of the of the of the machine but it did the way the game played there seemed to be a depth issue that i noticed it seemed like the rangers were had much more depth on their team from the from the third and fourth line on compared to new jersey the way that game just looked from the goodrow vc Tyler Mott was just flying around with killing tonight. He was tremendous. Then you saw the third line making, you know, making their work to the point where, you know, it wasn't as if the game was all about, okay, are the big guys going to play tonight? Like that, there was just so much depth that you just watched it play out. And mm-hmm. I didn't think there was really much after a while that the Devils were going to be able to, to do over a long period of time. Um, eventually, you know, the goals were going to come, but 
special teams, if you get, you know, those two goals that the Rangers got in the first period and stopping the Devils three times, I thought right then and there, that was to me the difference uh, in, in the game itself. And, you know, if you're going to score on your power play 40% of the time and stop the other team 100% of the time, you know what? You're going to be really, really successful. Yeah, I look forward to that thought. I'm going to let Scott go and get uh, to answer your question on that and his thoughts on the game, and then I'll come back and answer that because uh, it, go, it goes back to what me and RP said a week ago. Go ahead, Scott, your thoughts on the game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is Chris Kreider back off the shit list now? Of course, of course you have to throw that in, and that's fine. I deserve that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, my complaint about him this year was not that he wasn't putting forth the effort, although I didn't think the effort went that well, what, I'm, I'm Nothing negative, nothing negative. My, but my complaint was that, like, all those deflections that were finding their way in, like it was nothing, like it was so easy last year, were going, like, right into the goalie's chest and whatnot. Like, he was getting the deflections or missing them. But, so it was so nice to see just two beautiful deflections, vintage, vintage 2022 Kreider <laughs> over here in 2023. Uh, it was just beautiful to see. Um, yeah, it, it was a complete effort. This was a total, you know, this was a, a team that, you know, had a deep run last year against the Devils. Were all guys, um, you know, with the exception of a few that are in the playoffs for the first time. And you, you know, we just didn't even deserve deserve to be on the same ice as the Rangers tonight. You know, it's only game one. I get that. It's going to be a whole different story in game two. Hopefully not, but I assume it will be. But that's just what it was tonight. This was just total dominance by the Rangers. I mean, you know, I I. I, I figured it was going to be one of those games where the devils with their youth and they're happy to be here. And, you know, like, like, like puppies being let off the leash. I figured it was going to be one of those weather, the storm kind of first periods, but it was not. Um, I, I think, you know, the Rangers took it to them just fine. Um, and it, you know, the devils in, in that first, uh, the, where the devils did take over the game a little bit was to start the second period. Um, but we, we, you know, they had the puck possession, but we really didn't give them that much in the way of good shots. And I, I forgot who said it earlier. Um, um, but but uh, about how we were getting to the rebounds, they, they they were not getting second opportunities. Uh, Igor wasn't giving up much uh, in the way of rebounds, and the Rangers were just there to grab the puck, to jump on the puck. It, it seems everywhere we were coming out with the puck. Uh, it, it was just beautiful to see. I think my favorite part of the game was uh, when we when, when that third goal was was called back for the high stick, and of course that was unarguable uh that could have been a momentum changer right there they killed off the penalty uh they got the crowd into it just by that one call alone that could have been a momentum changer but we just came right back down didn't bother them didn't phase them came right back down got the goal back anyway uh and and that was pretty much you, you know at not at the time i wasn't thinking it was over but in reality speaking that was pretty much it right there and you know it, it was just just beautiful to see zero for four on the power play, zero shots, uh, just great containment. We didn't give them much. We we had the block shots advantage, we had the hits advantage, um, and it was just great. It was just a great all around game. And I think it's much more important to win game one when you're on the road. And we were talking about that uh, when home ice was still up in the air, we were talking, you know, do we want to actually be the road team for this exact reason? Because if you take game one at home, it's big deal. You held serve. But if you take game one on the road, now all of a sudden we got a chance to seriously drop the hammer in game two. Um, just by winning tonight, and, and it was just beautiful to see. And we got hopefully they're gonna they're gonna build on this momentum. I mean, it, it was just a complete all around beautiful win. 
uh, and you know should have been a shutout, but but whatever. The important thing is the win. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 stoked. I'm, I just like what I saw all around. Yeah. Um, any you have any questions for all of us? I'll bring on Lou. Uh, Lou join the conversation. But Scott, you have any questions for everybody as far as from tonight's game or? Um. Okay. Well, I don't. Uh, who know who to direct it at? Uh, so, Steve, I'll let you spin the needle. But I guess my question would be, what uh, what didn't anyone like? Uh, you know, uh, take, taking out the obvious, take, taking out that uh, that Andre Miller uh, pass, uh, taking that one out. Uh, what what do we need to work on uh, and get better at going into game two? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll sign it. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it to Carl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If everybody can answer that real quick, and we'll get on, uh, get Lou on. Uh, Carl, if you can answer that in like ten, fifteen seconds, same with Glenn, and I'll do the same. What I did not like. Uh, um, from the what I did, the penalties taken early. Um, I think in a situation like that, like me and Glenn were talking about, you know, you get two penalties in the first seven minutes of the game. Most times, that leads to a bad result. And the Rangers were lucky enough to be able to avoid it tonight. I would try to see how clean of a period I can play in game two, knowing the Devils feel as if there's the urgency that they need to win Thursday night. All right, Glenn, you want to, you have an answer for that? Uh, you know, just to be real quick, I mean, honestly, I was trying to think of if there was anything I didn't like. I mean, I like the start. Uh, I thought all four lines played toward – uh, what their roles are. Uh, obviously, the special teams were good. Uh, and, yeah, because, uh, you know, because we say that uh, special teams are so important in the playoffs, I would agree with Carl. I mean, you, you want to stay out of the penalty box. Uh, Joe McLeady, I think, uh, at the beginning of the second period, uh, had mentioned that uh, uh, probably the message in the locker room was, let's stay out of the penalty box and just play. Um, and for the most part, they did that for the rest of the game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to be taking penalties, especially early. Uh, and uh, like we said, letting the crowd, letting the uh, the opposition get that momentum. So, uh, you know, I, I think that would be the thing that they need to do as well. And, uh, you know, I mean, a couple of those penalties weren't, you know, bad penalties or, um, you know, anything that you could, uh, um, you know, really say were, were awful uh, plays, but uh, you know, you just want to maybe be a little more careful, especially in the beginning of the game. I, I thought you loved you know what? what Tyler Mott did on the faceoff with cuffing the puck and just you know committing that penalty <laughs> at the faceoff. I thought you loved that. <laughs> well, you, you, you see that about twice a year, I guess. So you know, you say we got it tonight. <laughs> hey, Carl, you were saying once, once, you know, I'm looking at the stat sheet from tonight. The Rangers had a grand total of three giveaways tonight, only three. And I'm looking at the fourth line play of the time on the ice that they had tonight. Tyler Mott, 11.42, Goodrow, 13.13, and Jimmy Vesey at 9.48. When have you ever seen in the last, I don't know, 10 years, a fourth line of the Rangers be able to play that much in a game? No Ranger player tonight played more than 21 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. That's a good balance. And uh, we'll go. We'll bring on RP, and then go, then we'll get the loop. But I'll say this real quick. Like, to your point, Carl, and this is what RP and I were saying last week. And 
especially if he, there was a moment in the series, or that was a hypothetical, if there was a moment in the series, if he had to play the kid line more minutes. I'm telling you, man, the kid line is going to make this thing go, man. The, yeah. I'll wait. I'm going to hold off when it's my t- uh, my turn to speak, because that's what pretty much we saw. The kid line keeps up, or if not, surpasses uh, the Devils in skating and shifts throughout the rest of the game after the, you know, the first couple of penalties. But RP... The guys are happy. They're stoked. I don't know how Rangers Twitter – or Rangers Twitter was pretty good tonight. But RP, um, great win, great dominant win. Uh, one nothing lead for the blue shirts. So your thoughts? Uh, and definitely lead the conversation. We'll go to Lou after that, and then uh, I'll speak on to what Carl said and Scott said. What's up, RP? What's up, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, that was – that's a great road win. Great way to start the playoffs. Uh, man, they put all the talk of the Devils coming in and then being the better team and the number two seed and – and all that garbage, and they, they shut it down pretty damn quick. So, like you said, other than those few early penalties, uh, I thought they played really well. I to piggyback with some of you guys were saying when I was just listening, because um, I didn't see the game. I watched it on my phone, and I listened to the whole game on the radio, but I had some lacrosse obligations to go to tonight. But Dave Maloney might have said it best. He said, uh, penalty killing power plays, and great goaltending. That's playoff hockey. And that, that's exactly what we got tonight. Had four power plays, went 0 for 4 with zero shots on goal. I think the Rangers mm-hmm. were 2 for 3 or 2 for 4. Two power play goals. Gesturkin outplayed Vanacek by leaps and bounds. And, you, you know, you, you get that big road win. Now you have home ice advantage at the Garden, whatever, however it plays out. And I think they played with a lot of confidence tonight. Well, for lines, just like we were talking about, you know, there was no – everybody contributed at one point or another. Fox, what, he have three points tonight. He made some nice plays. Tarasenko starting the whole night off with a goal. I mean, that was a hell of a lot of fun. And that, to me, was a statement win that this is our town. And, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Right. Um, I want to say this. We'll bring on Lou. I think the now I know. Listen, I said it last week. Patrick Kane has a target on his back as far as pressure. You know, he's a, he's a Stanley Cup winner. You know, champion three times, right? But it's the fact that he vocalized coming to the Rangers, and it was. I think he's probably the most uh, pressured player out of the NBA and the NHL. Now that I think about it, and that's including Kevin Durant. If you want to do an apples to oranges, like the pressure is on him to win, or. Well, I would say win more than produce because the part where I say produce is the kid line is going to, is, is going to jumpstart everything. And, th- and this is why RP said Gallant should play. Uh, Gallant said, uh, uh, he said that Gallant, um, the kid line should play more minutes because th- th- everything starts with them tonight. You know, in the get in, like, like, like we're going to say, getting out of the neutral zone and, and getting up ice, they did everything right. It didn't, like you said, uh, Carl, like the fourth line, uh, Ma and Gaudreau in particular. VC was, you know, very effective, but Gaudreau and um, and Ma had excellent, excellent games, man. Especially with the block shots and and the defense with Gaudreau. I mean, it, it goes without saying, man. Hey, hey, Lou, we'll bring you on, man. What's up? Big win for the Rangers. It's a long time we haven't talked to you in a minute. What's up, man? How you doing? After that game tonight, fantastic. I like the last caller said, you know, the Devils was coming in. I think they got overconfident, to be honest with you. I mean, okay, we, um, you know, we lost the last game against them. And, like, you know, they got, like, their number, what, uh, three seasons. That means nothing when you come playoff time. 
the third screen was on go. I mean, all, we had the great offense. We had the power plays. You know, we have all that matching together. How can you not? Okay, so you, the Devils got one goal with that cheap little uh, penalty shot, which I don't think it even happened to begin with. You know, but, you know, and that, the Rangers play a nearly flawless game. Minus the penalties that happened early on, but they managed to get through it. Or they got more of the mistakes, and they got, and, you know, to be an easy series. But remember last, remember last year that um, we lost the first game of the the first round, and we still came out to win the series anyway. So, you know, what might have been shown as a bad omen turned to be, uh, you know, great the rest of the way in that series. Although that triple overtime never should have happened anyway because we got cheated out of that. Just as we got cheated out of last Thursday night's win. You know, mm-hmm. they've gotten mm-hmm. some... It's gotten some calls against them that I think they should have that should have went their way. Like this is like Thursday night. That, that was a goal. Okay, you know, like a fraction of a second. They they should have had that. But that was and this is now. I think if the Rangers can keep the way they're going like they did tonight, I think they definitely have a tough time in the series. Unfortunately, my nephew will not be happy about that. But ah eh, well, he's a big Jackie fan. Right. Yeah, he's very elusive out there. Yeah, you know, Lou and guys, um, that's something I want to definitely get your thoughts about with Jack Hughes. I mean, just watching him skate and, you know, around that blue line, he's very elusive. I want to see how he's going to adjust in game two. You know, I thought, you know, we saw the cheap breakaway and got on the penalty shot. But, uh, RP, I'll go back to you. But I want to say this. It's just the fact that, I mean, there's really nothing to, to complain about. I was just the the Ryan Lindgren yeah. really was unexpected. <laughs> like Scott said, it, it was really unexpected. Like, and I, I did not like the out. fact that Panarin. I did not like the fact that Panarin held that shot, or he could, he should have shot when he had open lane when he passed it to Lindgren later in the game. I mean, not just nitpicking, but you know, I, I didn't like that. But I was saying about what Patrick Kane in uh, the pressure, and, we, and Carl brought up the point with Martin St. Louis years ago, where I don't think, yeah, he, you want him to produce, but I think we have the horses, the depth, that they're going to do a lot of the dirty work shift by shift when, it, when, it, when they get to the ice and overturn this game like the, this game did. But I think the big key, RP, and I'll go back to you, was the puck possession. We didn't turn over the puck tonight. And that was one thing, you know, when the Rangers, like like Carl said, when we did not have anything to play for for, like, the last month, you kind of, like, that's just human nature. We just kind of like, all right, we can't go up or down in the standings. We just got we just got to get through this schedule so we could get to this point. And they got an A-plus tonight, RP, on execution across the board. Uh, I mean, the penalties early on was just pretty much adjusting to the speed. You saw the Trocheck uh, penalty. Uh, you saw the uh, the Ma had a penalty later on the faceoff. It was a, uh, Adam Fox had a penalty, I think it was. I can't remember which one it was after that. But outside of that, it was an A minus A plus type of game. Uh, RP, uh, RP, anything you wanted to add or you want to ask around? Go back to uh, Glenn, Carl, Scott. Um, the way it sounded on the radio. Did Kane and Panarin individually have strong games? Um, were they better than the way Panarin played last playoffs? Like I said, I didn't see a lot of it. I heard a lot of it, and from what I heard on the radio, Tarasenko seemed to be extremely comfortable. Um, early on when I was listening, it sounded like Kane was chipping the puck and giving it away a little bit, and Panarin was trying to make those tic-tac-toe passes again. So was that just 
some isolated incidents, or were they a little bit, I don't want to say off, but not where they normally were as the season ended? It, it was B. It was not normally where they were. It was just to me. Well, Panetta had a couple of shots, uh, a type, good shot, because, but there was one where he was wide. I mean, he was like maybe eight, nine feet from uh, the goaltender, and he passed it to Linger. That bothered me. Kane, not so much. I mean, he kind of turned it up a little bit later. I think he had one shot on goal uh, on the power play. But Tarasenko's goal was actually on the break. It was actually a nice give and go. Uh, he, he he passed it at the, uh, the red line. And got it right back as he crossed. I mean, it was a beautiful uh, sequence uh, after, you know, early on when we drew penalties. Uh, Glenn, you want to answer that question? Then we could go to Carl after that as far as RP, what he thought of uh, his question about Kane and uh, Tereschenko. Oh, and Panarin. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I I thought Panarin was okay tonight. I mean, I agree with you on, uh, uh, you know, that pass to Lindgren, although it did work out. Uh, But I think the key uh, for me with Panarin was, you know, last year in the playoffs, he, he, he kind of seemed lost. He was kind of in between, should I shoot, should I pass, I don't want to make a mistake. And, you know, he was kind of all over the place. I thought tonight he was a little more contained. Um, you know, I, I said earlier, you know, you weren't seeing those cross-ice passes, those fancy passes. And and I think part of that is you, you've got a, a veteran team who knows how to play in the playoffs. Uh, and I think we'll see that as time goes on. Um, you know, those, those fancy passes and taking chances and stuff like that, um, I, you know, they're okay for the regular season a lot of the time. But, I mean, I thought I saw a change in the Rangers tonight where they were a lot more uh, controlled, a lot more uh, defensively responsible. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, most of their passing, uh, like I think you mentioned before, Steve had a purpose. Uh, they were uh, short passes, quick, up the ice, um, you know, and, 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 you know, basically, like you said, had a, their passing had a purpose. Um, and I think part of that is yep. just veteran team knowing that you have to, you know, play a particular style uh, in the playoffs. As far as Patrick Kane goes, I mean, if we see this team play uh, the rest of the playoffs the way they played tonight, I don't give a damn if I don't see Patrick Kane until he's skating around the ice with the cup in his hand. So, uh, you know, that's that's fine with me. But I, I think that you're still going to see uh, Patrick Kane have his moments, whether it's a, a tying goal with the goalie pulled or an overtime goal. Um, you know, I, I think he's still got that in him, and I'm not going to make a judgment on him. I, I mean, he was probably one of the players tonight that I really didn't notice much, uh, one of maybe a couple of players that I could say, you know, didn't really make an impact on me. But uh, I, I think he's still got uh, uh, some moments in him in this playoff run. So I'm, I'm again, going to, uh, you know, kind of put my uh, kind of put my confidence in his pedigree and uh, think that he's still got, uh, uh, you know, a couple of special moments in this playoff run for the Rangers. Uh, exactly. Carl, get his thoughts on that? Or, like, you can do that. Well, you know, t- well, you know, Tarasenko didn't play a whole lot tonight. He only played 11 minutes, which is actually pretty shocking, just kind of just watching the game itself. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one thing, and we are talking about it kind of at, earlier up here, I don't know if you had, if you had joined in uh, or if you had called in at the time. Um, it was the point I was kind of talking with both of those guys was just sort of them being a part of the equation, not being the equation. And so, you know, in a game like tonight, you know what? 
were did they stand out as guys who were you know just like the best players on the ice? No, and I don't think that's really what we're going to see from them. I think that's what I'm I'm kind of projecting now with both of those guys. They're just going to be just sort of cogs in the wheel. I'm, now maybe they have like a, a Marion Gabrick 2014 LA Kings surprise where one of them scores 12 goals, you know, and 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 does it that way. Maybe that's what one of the two provide by the time this is all over. But just, you know, being the threats that they are, you have to honor them. You have to respect them. And, and even with that, that still allows for opportunities to grow for everybody else that's on the ice with them. So from that standpoint, that's what I kind of thought um, those two brought tonight. But, you know, one thing I – and since RP, you were, since you were listening to the game, and I'll just pose it to everybody else. I Is it just me – I don't think the Devils played badly. Am I wrong in saying that? I thought the Devils no. played pretty decent. They just happened to be on the wrong end of this tonight. But that's that's you know that that's playoff hockey at times. You know, two good teams playing a solid hockey game. You know, one's going to win and one's going to lose. I, I personally think Chesterkin was a big advantage for the Rangers. He made some really big key saves. Um, to me, just from what I, you know, listening and, and what I did see, I thought the Rangers as a team looked pretty damn confident on the ice. You know, this isn't their first go around with rookies and young guys and, and uncertainty. This whole team that they put on the ice with, I guess the exception of Schneider, who wasn't, I don't know if he was on the playoff roster or not, or if he got games and I don't recall. But other than that, these guys pretty much are a playoff experienced team. And I, I think that was uh, that that showed a lot. And what you were saying about Tarasenko, that just means that Gallant was able to roll four lines mm-hmm. consistently mm-hmm. with little or no worry about you know someone not playing good or playing bad or giveaways or one player not really being on his game. And that's what we were talking about last week. That's what I had hoped would happen. That Gallant would have to make a decision on who to play because they're all playing good. And then and that's that call saved right there. Answered the question. They rolled. They were able to roll four lines out confidently, consistently, without really any, not to say no worry, but with the understanding that whoever's on the ice at that time can get the job done. Yeah, I, you know, okay. I would, uh, let me chime in here for a second. Um, I, I would say that, uh, you know, I don't think the Devils played a bad game, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, kind of general observations um, – you know, I mean, they, they didn't get one shot on four power plays. Um, they weren't able to utilize their strength, which is their uh, transition game and, and their speed. Um, they, uh, you know, for, for long stretches, I thought the Rangers really kind of dominated uh, the play. And and I don't think Igor stole this game. He was solid. He made some good saves. Um, right. But I don't think Igor stole this game like we've seen Igor steal games before. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure that, uh, Lindy Ruff is going to try to, uh, you know, point out some positives from the, uh, performance that they had tonight. But, um, I mean, I think for the most part, the Rangers really stymied, uh, the strengths of the Devils. And, you know, one thing I'll, I'll mention, like I, I mentioned before about, uh, how I think the Rangers being a veteran team with a lot of playoff experience, they know that, you know, you have to alter your style a little bit. Uh, from the regular season uh, to the playoffs. 
And I thought tonight that the Devils, uh, you know, they may have to make an adjustment for the second game, but I thought that the Devils kept trying to play their game, uh, which Mm -hmm. is not necessarily the wrong way to go. But um, one of the things I thought the Rangers did tonight also that stood out to me was um, I thought they were able to uh, kind of uh, neutralize the, the Devils' speed with their sticks. Um, normally I'm not a, a real proponent of, of, you know, stick checking and everything, especially in the playoffs, more of a kind of take the body style. But I mean, I, I thought the Rangers, you know, were, were, uh, kind of knocking the puck off, off devil player sticks before they were able to get going at their own blue line, uh, especially through the neutral zone. I mean, uh, you know, as, as far as I could tell, uh, Jack Hughes better not take the subway to the garden on uh, uh, Saturday <laughs> night. The way he was getting pickpocketed all night tonight. Um, he was going to be in trouble. Um, I thought the Rangers knocked the puck off his stick when it looked like he was going to try to, uh, you know, get up ahead of steam. And the next thing you know, the puck's off his stick and it's going back the other way. Uh, so I think it'll be interesting to see if the Devils can change their style. Uh, they played a particular style of wanting to kind of run and gun, uh, shoot through the neutral zone, transition game, and and tonight that was pretty well contained. So I think it'll be interesting to see if the Devils can alter their style of play and still succeed uh, in game two and, and the upcoming games. And that's something I'll definitely be uh, looking to see. I totally agree. Uh, Carl, you want to continue and then we go to Scott? Well, let me ask Glenn to piggyback off that question. Glenn, do you think that the devil style can only work if they're winning as opposed to if they're trailing at any point in these games? That's something that I'm wondering about as as we go along in this series is that is the devils, um, the way that they will try to dictate the game only dictatable, if that could be a word, on them actually having the lead as opposed to you know, if they're down by a goal or, well, or, you know, you know, or even if they're, let's just say, down two goals, that all of a sudden the way that they have to approach the game or any game for that matter in a much different capacity as opposed to, all right, the Devils are, let's just say, up one nothing or 2 nothing or 3-1, to one, and all of a sudden things get a little helter-skelter. Talk a little bit about that part. Can I, can I quickly yeah, answer that? Real quick before we go to you. I waited for that moment, Carl, because the game we played uh, the Devils at uh, at the Rock, the game after Buffalo in the regular season, it looked like – tonight game looked like that game. And I was looking for that moment where the Rangers were up. And, Scott, you probably remember that game because I think you came on the next Tuesday. We talked about it. Real quick, I'll answer it. The Rangers – the reason why the Rangers won because of the puck possession. They, they didn't turn over the puck like they did in that game, and the, the Devils never not adjusted. They wait for you to make the mistakes to use their speed to turn up ice. That moment did not happen to me, and I was actually kind of surprised. So that was my thinking of why we won or dominated, because the Rangers were careful with the puck. They executed. Hey, go ahead, Glenn. Well, you know, I mean, you know, the, the of the four games that the Rangers and the Devils played, um, the uh, the team that won the game fell behind early, uh, and a couple of times that was the Devils, mm-hmm. uh, and they were still right. able to uh, they were still able to overcome those deficits uh, with the style of play that they played. But 
I think, you know, what I've been saying before is I think the difference is that that's the regular season. And I think this Ranger team knows uh, that it's a different style in the, uh, in the playoffs. So I kind of feel that, you know, the Devils uh, most of this year kind of came at you in waves, um, you know, and, and, and the more momentum they got, the more two-on-ones and breakaways they got, it just, you know, kind of carried that momentum and just kept building. I wonder in the playoffs if they're playing behind uh, with the style that they like to play and the way the Rangers were able to stop that tonight, I wonder if that starts getting a little frustrating. Uh, and, again, it's because I wonder if the Devils can change their style. If they insist on or are not capable of changing their style of play, uh, for instance, uh, the, the Devils, uh, to me, and a lot of it had to do with the Rangers getting those defensive rebounds and getting the puck out of the zone, but the Devils didn't really have nearly as much, I thought, sustained play in the Ranger end as the Rangers did in the Devils end. Um, and the Devils may find that they have to kind of, you know, try to do it that way, try to get the puck in and, and keep possession and, and uh, you know, create havoc in front of the net rather than the, the fast break offense that they like to play. So, uh, again, I think if, if they find themselves behind and they can't play the way they want to play, it could become frustrating for them. Okay, I thought Carl was going to speak. Carl, anything else you'd like to add before we go to Scott? No, I think we're good. I think we've, like I said, hey, it's the first of first, first of four, and you know, I think this is going to be a long series. I don't think it'll be short by any means. So, I think what we'll see Thursday is see what the adjustment will be by the Devils, if that is even a factor. And of course, you know, I guess part of the big thing for the Devils is capitalizing on special teams uh, to to see if this can even be put in the practice. Mhm, mhm. I agree with that. You know, we were we were talking before the series started about the Devils' lack of experience, whether it was going to lead to mistakes, sloppy play, things like that. And it didn't really – I wouldn't say sloppy play. Like, I was expecting blatant turnovers, things like that, just, you know, first-night jitters. And they didn't really do that. But I think that that lack of experience might have come into play as to why this was so dominant. I mean, they were they were coming into the zone seemingly – three on two pretty much every time they came into the zone and you know and and they're very very good they, you know they're just lethal when they come into the zone finding and getting scoring opportunities and it just wasn't happening and you know of course not to take anything away from from the, the way the rangers were just shutting them down but the devils really weren't used to that and i think that it got them flustered pretty early, especially once the Rangers went up 2-0. Um, I think it got them flustered and, and, and got them off their game. It kind of reminded me of Game 7 Carolina, e- even though that was, you know, I've said that that, that was a dominant ca- par- period by Carolina, which, which led to even more than being, you know, panic mode there, being down 2-0. And I think the Devils were just, you know, used to, you know, I, I think they just – kind of assumed they were going to win. I think they were so confident and so cocky. And I think that that's where that playoff experience or lack of experience came into play in that the Rangers were experienced and were, were just calm. And I think the Devils, you know, while, while they were 
you know, their excitement, again, didn't lead to any visible real turnovers. I mean, there were actually, at one point I did check the stats, and they were 8-1, to one, the turnovers, uh, obviously, the, the Devils having the 8. Um, so, but just, you know, I, I'm talking about, like, like the kind of turnover that Keandre made that led to that break. I was expecting things like that. I didn't really see it, but I, I think it, it, it's the range it did lead to them being a little overconfident and and just not getting the scoring opportunities that they were getting all season long you know jack mm-hmm. hughes with those hands and those moves and we had a guy on him and you know he was taking he was getting hit that was the important part he was getting hit um and, and his pass is blocked and things like that and i think the team got flustered i think that's why it got chippy early on of course you see that in the playoffs a lot in the game one when a game gets out of hand um you know because they want to do that to save some face get a little momentum get a little uh you know kind of assert their dominance or try to save face i guess it wasn't a certain dominance trying to save face in their own building uh but just a variety of reasons and i think it all stems from their inexperience whether or not they get that out as quickly as game two remains to be seen i think they're going to come out flying i think they're going to be the, uh, the better team to start. It's a question of how we're going to handle that. Is it going to be one of those weather the storm kind of periods? I don't know. Or is it going to be uh, again? Are we just going to you know the Rangers ex- experience and professionalism and experience? Uh, I said experience twice. That's how much I, I I'm stressing the experience. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is all of that going to be in the Rangers' favor to just stop it and and not let the Devils you know just own the period? Um, you know all pressure is now on the Devils. Obviously, um, you know that that's the difference about this series starting in 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 uh in newark in is if the devils had won you know it, the pressure would still not really be on the rangers although you, you don't want to go down to nothing going home but you know it would just be holding serve now the devils absolutely the, the term must win is thrown around a little too much it's not a must must win but it's a mildly must win uh for the devils uh in game two and we're, we're gonna see what this team we're going to see with the, with the we're going to see what both teams are made of because I think the Devils are going to want to hit the ground running to start. It's a question of how the Rangers are going to handle that. I think. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah, I have I nothing else re- to add to that. I think in reference to what Scott was saying, where he mentioned about you know how it seemed like a lot of times the Devils were getting into the Rangers zone. It was kind of a three on two, and you know they really weren't getting shots off it because they're, they're they were missing passes. Uh, Rangers were getting their sticks in the way. Um, so even though the Devils were coming in, uh, you know, maybe with a, an extra man for a couple of seconds, um, they they weren't, you know, they're generally, once they get in the zone like that, they, they could be a tic-tac-toe team as, as good as anybody. Uh, but I think that was missing, and that may have been a little bit of the fact that, you know, they were behind, they were feeling a little pressure, maybe they were holding their sticks a little tight, um, you know, and – I don't think this is going to be a sweep or a, or a five-game series or anything like that, but I think, you know, if the Devils are going to win a game uh, uh, at the Prudential Center to uh, get them back in the series, I think it's pretty important for them to win this one because, um, you know, with their lack of playoff experience and their youth, uh, if they go down 2 nothing, losing 2 in Newark and uh, come to uh, what will be a – a hungry Madison Square Garden on Saturday night, they could be in trouble. Um, you know, they don't have the advantage in goaltending. Uh, if they're continuing to try to use their style that's not working, uh, you know, I'll, we're talking about the playoffs last year, I'll harken back to uh, the last three games against Tampa, where it was so frustrating that no matter what the Rangers tried to do, they couldn't make a dent in uh 
in the Tampa defense. And uh, if the, the Rangers can kind of smother the, uh, the devil's style uh, in game two and go back to the garden up 2-0, uh, it, it could be a quick series. So, uh, you know, I think, I, I think uh, you know, as much as you don't want to say it's a must game, I think it's pretty imperative for the Devils to come out with a win on Thursday night. Uh, RP, we go back to you to add anything else, and then after that we're going to go around for final thoughts. Anything else you'd like to add, RP, as far as double adjustments for the next game or even Ranger adjustments or anything else uh, in the game itself? Well, I think I think you always got to make adjustments. Rangers can't just sit back and go, okay, we got one game, and it's going to be the same next game. The, the Devils are going to come out hungrier, um, I, I, you know, eventually they're going to score in that power play, so boys got to start controlling those lazy penalties early, especially early on in the game. But on the flip side of that, I mean, all along I thought, even though the Devils were the two seed and the Rangers were the three, the pressure is more on the Rangers. Um, so I, I like how they jumped out, you know, and, and took this game one. But you know how this is. This is what did you do for me today kind of sport. So. Now you enjoy tonight's win, but tomorrow back to work and figure out what adjustments you think the Devils are going to make so that the Rangers can counter that and and try to take a 2-0 lead. I mean, either way, we have home ice going back to the Garden, which is great. You don't want to give them any momentum. So stay the course. Hope the four lines keep rotating the way they, they were today. And, you know, just don't take anything for granted. The Devils are a really good hockey team. They had the most points and wins in a season this year. Uh, Jack Hughes isn't going to be kept quiet, even though he scored the penalty shot goal up until that point. The Rangers were really able to uh, isolate him out of the play, and that's going to be something hard to do in a, a long series. So for the Rangers and Gallant, just keep an eye on what adjustments they're making. Force them to adjust to your style of play and, and just keep doing what you did tonight. Yeah, I think... From a Devils perspective, when they're on the power play, their adjustment is going to have to be where I thought the Rangers were a little lower on the PK. Well, it worked out for the Rangers. I think they're going to have to adjust to the Rangers penalty kill where they were not as high uh, in front of the point man. And I think the Devils were kind of waiting for that to happen, and that never happened. And defensively, they, they held, held for it. So if the Rangers get into penalty situations and they're going on a one-man disadvantage, uh, I think the Devils going to have to adjust because I think it took the win out of the sales when they did not convert on those first two power plays. Even turned into one good uh, shorthanded goal attempt. We didn't convert, but it did change a little bit of the momentum shift by shift early on in that first period. And it, that's if the Devils were to make the adjustment. Let's get some final thoughts, man. Great win, man. There's really nothing much to be pissed at. I mean, it was a really a dominant win. One thing I will say, I thought the Devils fans were really premature with the Igor sarcastic chants. Really early in the game <laughs> for that, from a fan <laughs> perspective in the crowd, they were they should they had no business doing that, no business. But anyway, uh, Glenn, uh, we'll get your final thoughts if you had any thoughts on that around the league. Uh, let's see, I didn't see the, tonight's game versus the uh, Maple Leafs and the um, Lightning. It looked like it was like a slaughterhouse. But uh, last it night was. games, like Carl was talking about the overtime game, and I was surprised that the Kings came back. I thought that game was over after that second Drazedo uh, Dr- goal uh, when they went up three one. I said, all right, that's that's at, at that point I went to sleep. I said, oh, it's over. I could have believed mm-hmm. that game went in overtime and the Kings won. But anyway, uh, final thoughts: Rangers, Devils, any games around the, uh, the league. 
Uh, Florida, they, they as much as they hit against the Bruins, they just man, the Bruins just they they capitalize on every little small opportunity, man. And if you mess up, like you know, uh, lose goals, they'll take advantage. But your final thoughts, Glenn? We'll go to Carl, go to Scott, go to RP. Get final thoughts from everybody. Yeah, I mean, around the league, I, I had to get up real early this morning, so I was kind of bummed uh, that I uh, missed the. Uh, the, the overtimes in uh, uh, Minnesota, uh, you know, with Minnesota and Dallas, and also the the late goal with the Kings. But you're right. When I saw that game was three to one, I was like, I right, that that won't matter. And I was kind of shocked when I woke up this morning and saw how those two <laughs> games turned out. Uh, um, and I was really bummed. I, I just I had to get up early, and I'm I'm watching the game, and I'm like, man, I got to go to bed. I got I have to go to bed. And, you know, I just kind of like said, all right, that's it. Shut up the TV <laughs> and went. Uh, and I usually don't do that. But, uh, you know, the Bruins, I mean, the Bruins did it without Bergeron even last night. And, uh, uh, you know, I think they're going to be sitting around waiting for whoever comes out of the uh, Toronto-Tampa series. Uh, I think that's going to be a quick one. Um, you know, I'll tell you the Islanders. We, we didn't get a chance to really talk uh, about that series last week. And, um I think the Islanders have a, a shot at beating Carolina. I really do. The only thing that concerns me is that, uh, you know, can, can they score enough goals? And can uh, Barzell coming back, uh, can, can he be close enough to 100% to contribute to that offense? Because if you look at it, you look at that series, um, you know, and you would think that, I mean, Carolina pretty much dominated the Islanders during the regular season. The Islanders couldn't score. Um, but if you look at what happened in the last month, especially across out of the season, and then the Islanders get Barzell back, which they're probably hoping is going to awaken uh, Bo Horvat, who was pretty invisible for the last month of the season. So you can only see what the Islanders, you know, they're getting two offensive players back, uh, and maybe they could generate enough offense to get by Carolina because I, I think I think they have the advantage in goaltending. Um, and with Sveshnikov out, uh, I think Carolina doesn't have a lot of offensive weapons. I mean, those games are going to be 2-1, 3-2. So I think it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, if Barzell and Horvat can uh, generate enough offense uh, before this series is over. But I I give the Islanders a shot. Um, And as far as the Rangers go, I mean, I I think they have to uh, not get too greedy uh, I think they have to continue to play a, a, a defensive-minded game as they did today. Um, you know, the Rangers are a team where they don't need to be uh, dominating uh, all the time. Uh, they, they'll get their chances, uh, and with the, the firepower that they have, uh, they don't really have to dominate a game. I would rather see them, uh, you know, kind of, not go into a defensive shell or anything, but still have that defensive-minded uh, uh, mindset, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of wait for the Devils to make mistakes because, uh, you know, the Devils are a fast-break team. They, they didn't look very confident tonight for, for most of the second half of the game. Uh, so I think the way to go with the Rangers is don't get too greedy. Um, you know, keep that defensive style in mind and take advantage of uh, Devils' mistakes. All right, Glenn, thank you very much, man. Shout-outs to you, man. Uh, we'll go to Carl, we'll go to Scott, and we'll go to RP, and we'll wrap up. 
Yes. Hey, listen, it's good to be able to talk with everybody on a, on a happy playoff night where we're not depressed and we're not ready to go to sleep because it's one o'clock in the morning. So we are. We, that is very, very happy to uh, to have that. Hey, listen, we'll see what happens on Thursday night. Uh, I'm hope, hopefully we get a the same result we did tonight. I, I, I think the Devils will will provide some level of uh, of quality response uh, to what uh, to what happened this evening. But you know, the Rangers played the they played the the classic veteran road team game. They knew what they had to do. They had a mission. They accomplished it, and they got out of there tonight with the uh, with the victory. So, you know, there's going to be obviously just the, the, the one hope that I, I don't want to see them try to do is just, you know, try to be tempted to play into, you know, however New Jersey would want to dictate the game to be played on Thursday. Just play in control, play within yourself, and and allow the opportunities to to just kind of come and if they present itself great, but don't try to go chase the game. Um, around the league, I was I had Toronto on on the other side. You know, Tampa Bay got four power play goals tonight, and there was one play. If you guys, when you get a chance after after the show's over, watch the Michael Bunting hit um, that he gets a match penalty on. Um, I, I need to. It was a bad one. He's he claims during the season and he's been targeted by the officials. But if you look at that play tonight, that was egregious. And I think he's going to be suspended. But just take a look at that. That led to two power play goals after the Maple Leafs had cut the lead from 3 nothing to 3-2. And I think that kind of – and then Tampa, Tampa get one up, I think, 4-2. And then that play happened. They get two more goals, and then it's night the lights. But take a look at that play because um, I, I think that's the one thing that you do notice in playoff hockey – Every inch of the ice is contested. Every, there are no, there is no coming out flat in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, you know, teams are, are ready to go, especially in the first round, because they're excited, they're happy to be there. And, you know, sometimes guys just get a little bit over-exuberant. But you know what? Hey, it's the best time of the year. I missed the, the last two minutes of the Edmonton game. A guy in front of me last night was actually watching it on his um on a tablet, and he was screaming when the when the Kings scored the two goals in the last minute. I did not get a chance to see it, so that was that was one thing to to behold. But I don't think Boston is going to lose a game to Florida in their first round series, and so you just it's just a matter of whether or not Tampa Bay can give Boston a fight if it comes up to it. But I think Toronto will have um, a, a good response. I think they won last year in Game One against Tampa five to nothing, and Tampa Bay won the next game. So those two teams have had some very weird results. Um, throughout the, the course of the series. I missed the Islander game last night, so I did not get a chance to see that. So I'll get a chance to peruse that. Actually, you know what? I might go to the Stars game tomorrow night. I mean, I'll see how I feel at 6 o'clock tomorrow night, Central Time. But until then, thanks all. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you, Carl. Thank you very much, man. And go to Scott, go to RP, and then we'll wrap up, man. Yeah, I mean, what what else needs to be said? I think uh, I, I, Carl was saying <laughs> what, what, was on, what was on my mind about game two. Uh, we're going to see. I, I just hope the Rangers don't do their typical, you know, take game two off after winning game one. You know, it goes to the whole – again, I'm, it's only one game. We're up one game. I know we need to win four. I'm just saying – it would be nice to win the series. Let me get that out for the hockey gods to hear loud and clear. First of all, just want to win the series. But that being said, would be nice if we could act, you know, get out of here, assert a little more dominance, get out of here maybe in four or seven games, maybe. I don't know. Um, so I just don't want to see a typical Rangers hockey in this, you know, is to take game two off. 
you know, they kind of, you know, play like we did what we had to do already. Well, yeah, you didn't, though. As long as the series is still going on, you, you kind of didn't, though. You know, so I just I want to see the Rangers, you know, if they lose, you know, uh, a one-goal game, overtime, whatever, you know, okay, so be it. You know, you, we're not expecting the Devils to go down easy. We're certainly not expecting, you know, four-gamer here. But, um you know, so I, I just don't want to see the Rangers that blown off. What I don't, I don't want to see, you know, the exact 180 of what we saw tonight. You know, I don't, I mean, you know, the Devils didn't exactly take the night off, but I'm just saying we've seen that from the Rangers in, in the playoff history. And I just don't want to see the Rangers just lollygagging and whatnot. You know, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much going to guarantee the Devils have one of those, uh, you know, first periods, you know, what I don't want to see is, is be three nothing devils, uh, you know, early. I, I, I just, you know, if the Rangers are going to lose game two, I just, I would like it to be, you know, so the devils just out them and won, you know, a top notch effort. Uh, I'm just, that's, that's what I'm very nervous about. And I just, you know, we don't want to see typical Rangers hockey when they have a one nothing lead in the series and it's not be able to get the two nothing lead in the series. Uh, also worthy of note before my final thought, um, uh, with, with Tampa, uh, with, with Toronto, you know, hilariously getting d- destroyed in the in game one already. Um, somebody posted a great thing. I know that the memes were funny before Chara retired and that Chara was the only player in the league still active the last time they won a series. Here's an interesting stat. The last time they won a playoff series, Brian Leach was on the Leafs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so somebody posted Apparently. that today. The, the 2004 first-round champion Leafs, Brian Leach was on the Leafs in 2004. So, uh, yeah, we are old. <laughs> and the Leafs are there. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to Scott, man. Thank you very much, bro. And then, uh, okay, RP, uh, your final thoughts and uh, anything. You, are you going to write between between now and Thursday uh, based off the game? Or? I, I hope. I, I hope to write something between now and Thursday. My uh, oh, good. my normal writing time slot has been lammed at work, so I've been a little behind. But yeah, I'll try to get something out on on one of my two websites. Um, you know, there's not much more to say about the Rangers other than just just keep doing what you're doing, but do not take the Devils lightly. They are going to come out flying. This isn't going to be a quick series. I I predicted this to be a six game series anyway. Um, the Devils are a good hockey team, so it's one win, and it's great to get that first win and get home ice back. But let's not take them for granted. This isn't series is nowhere near over. We all should have known that from the Tampa Bay series last year when we had the 2-0 lead and then dropped four in a row. So game at a time, well, shift at a time. Ryan oh, not on, on the team no more. Ryan Stroh fucked that up. <laughs> we missed the he, he could have scored. That should have changed the, the whole. We should be in the finals with the Avalanche if he had not openly, blatantly missed a, uh, the puck right in front of the net. There, he would have got past Vasilevsky. That's what that was about. But that, those issues are gone. But yeah, I'm sorry. Arthur. Those issues are happen. gone. Um, <laughs> just looking around, just looking around the league. Uh, I watched the the Island of Carolina game, the whole game last night. Um, if you would have told me that the Islanders were going to hold Carolina to no even strength gold and lose, I would have thought you're out of your mind, but that's what happened. And it goes back to what I said earlier. In the playoffs, special teams are key. And Carolina took advantage of it, and the Islanders couldn't. Their power play has been horrible all year. Surprisingly, their penalty killing was ninth in the league in the regular season, and yet they still let Carolina get the two power play goals. Not that they left them, but that's what happened, so... 
we'll we'll see where that goes. The uh, the, the Minnesota game was excellent. The Kings game was very surprising. I, I before I fell asleep, I watched the first period and a period and a half, and I was like, there is no way Edmonton's going to lose this particular game because they were just on them. The pressure was incredible. The shots were from everywhere, but hockey 60 minutes. In this case, it was overtime, so it was a little bit longer. So, you know, they'll hopefully learn from that. Uh, the Lightning and, and uh, Toronto series, I mean, 7-3, just a beating at home. And now you gave home ice back to Tampa Bay, who plays very well at home. So uh, I, I thought that would be a closer series. I hope this one game is an indication of where that's going, because can you imagine what all the moves Toronto made just to get beat up like that in the playoffs would really be embarrassing. And, you know, hockey playoffs are the best. So there, there's so many good games to crack in an avalanche of pride at one after one. The Jets are over the Golden Knights 2 nothing in the second. There's just some really good hockey going on. So when the Rangers aren't playing, we can sit back and enjoy and, and watch Every other day we get hockey. Every other day we get to enjoy. So it's pretty good in the first round. And uh, keep following Ranger Proud, Twitter, Facebook, writing with Empire, Sports Media, and Forever Blue Shirts. And uh, we'll talk again next Tuesday. Absolutely. Um, Is Ranger Twitter tweeting uh, RP nice? how, how, how's that I, going, I RP? Is, uh... I, haven't, I, I haven't been on the last couple of days. I've been really tied up with some things at home and Today, my, my girls had a big lacrosse game in Jersey, so I was running around with that, which is good because I needed the break. But you know how it is, Carl. When the Rangers win, they'll find something to nitpick tomorrow. I would say they'll nitpick the penalty shot goal that you've scored. That I am not one of these people that say, Ooh, we didn't get shut out. That That's a good thing. It's either you win or you lose. I really, in the playoffs, I could care less what the score is, as long as the Rangers come up on top. But I am sure Rangers Twitter is going to have something to say about the Truba hook, and there was a bad line change, because if they don't have anything to bitch about, then it gets boring. So I'll, I'll go on Twitter <laughs> later on and just just get a feel of what's going on or what was said. They'll, they'll find something wrong. What did you say? Tarasenko only played 11 minutes, so how could he only play 11 only minutes? And, and then in the next breath, if, if he didn't play 11 minutes, if he played 15, then we would have to hear within the kids' line didn't get enough ice time tonight. So no one's ever happy. You know, the Rangers could go 16-0 and 0 in the playoffs, and Rangers Twitter will find something wrong with that. So you, you oh, think it would have been a about that. <laughs> oh, they, they will find something wrong somewhere. It's just how it is. So you just go with the flow, and I you know, tend to try to keep my mouth closed, which I'm not very good at, my wife tells me. So we'll, uh, <laughs> the last couple of days have been good, but that's because I kind of absolved myself from being on it. But I'll, I'll go back tomorrow and have a little bit of fun, I'm sure. Okay. Well, go to go to Bettman RP and uh, suggest that they uh, they change the games to three 25 minute periods, and then everybody will get enough ice time. Oh, that, there you yeah. go. Well, it's okay because Bettman still is the one that keeps saying how hockey fans are happy with the current playoff format. Instead of reseeding one through eight, he thinks the way it is now is better. So that mentality alone, you just gotta. Stay off anything he has to say because he'll just yeah, piss me off man, more and more. Yeah, you know, because you look at the, you look at the first round really quick, like we've been saying, and with all the moves the Devils, the Rangers, and Toronto made, and Tampa made some, 
two of those teams are going home in the first round, and they're yep. all good hockey teams. So two of those teams are out right off the bat. And not that that's a bad thing, but I like that one eight two seven opportunity for upsets, and you don't get that in this mm-hmm. thing. Like, it'll be an, right. is it really a big upset if the Devils knock the Rangers out. For Ranger fans, it is. But on paper, the Devils are the number two seed. So it's not as big as an upset as the one not, the number eight knocking off number one or number seven knocking off number two in the first round, which is a bigger upset. So I, I don't understand how he thinks that's better. But then again, he thinks the shootout is great for hockey. So I don't have too many yeah. good things to say about those well, situations. Well, but all- all right, hold on. Oh, real quick, Glenn, real quick. We've got to wrap up. Yeah. I know we're running out of time, but what would have been the matchups in the Eastern Conference if it was one through eight? I mean, it probably would have uh, been the, the same thing, would it? It would have, mean, it would have been. We about that the other day. They would, it, outside of the Rangers would have, would have played Toronto instead of, instead of uh, the Devils. That's pretty much the yeah, only but difference. But you still the only would have difference. had one good team going out in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I'm old. I like it the other way. Why can I tell you? <laughs> no, I do. Hey, I go back to when it was one through sixteen. The Rangers were playing the Kings in the first round. So you know, I, mean, I know what you're talking about. But, uh, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know this year if it would have made that much of a difference. I mean, because the Islanders and and uh, and Florida are playing the two top teams, so you would have had those. You know, uh, that's true. Four, five, three, six matchups anyway this year. Uh, All right, guys, good. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back on news next Tuesday to discuss. I mean, I don't have nothing to really complain about. I mean, you're talking about uh, what type of reaction we were going to get tonight after pretty much a glorified preseason schedule. Like the last month of the season was – that's kind of how I looked at it, just get through the season just to get to this point. I, I, no, no complaints. I mean, we didn't really shoot that much. We put up four goals and, what, 22 shots outside of the empty netter. So to make it five, I, I have no complaints. The defense was fantastic. The PK was fantastic. And Shosturkin didn't see – he didn't see a lot of shots, but the shots he – you know, it might be like three. He, he, he made a great save, and he was in great position. I mean, it was a great all-around win, uh, across the board, team win. So we'll see what happens on Thursday and Saturday, and we'll go from there. We'll be back next Tuesday to discuss. Uh, around the league, you guys kind of set all, you know, pretty much all my points. I think the Carolina series is probably going to go seven. They go, that's just going to be an ugly, low-scoring, two-to-one, three-to-two uh, games, uh, pretty much for the most majority of that series. Um, you know, out west, um, Colorado, I think, will beat Seattle. But uh, that, that, that Star Series is probably going to go seven. And then, yeah, I am shocked. I, I think Oilers are going to win in – I said six, but, then that was shocking uh, the way they came back. Forced the overtime with, like, what, 16 seconds left and then got the game winner. But, guys, good good talk. Shout-outs to Lou who joined with us and RP and Scott, Carl, and Glenn. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. one nothing lead for the Blue Shirts. Stanley Cup playoffs. Song and ladies and gentlemen. Lee Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.